Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Reinsurance Podcast. I am your co-host, Jared Lee. And I'm Ben Rose. And this week, we have a special news recap for you for the month of January 2023. The news recaps are one of my favorite uh, episodes to record each month. It's sort of a whistle-stop tour of all things that are happening in the industry that we so love. So without further ado, let's dive in to probably the most exciting thing, at least from us, um, at the end of last year was the amount of volume that Superseed placed um, in the market, right? So we, the, the platform, more than 24 billion in underlying premiums was sort of placed through so software and technology that we've put into the market, which is beginning to get this momentum that reinsurtech is a thing now. And, and that's super exciting, not just for us, but for what I think it means to the broader sort of developments and acceptance of technology into this into our space yeah certainly it's a victory i think for everybody who wants to see digital taking hold in reinsurance and giving people a more enjoyable and relaxing working life where they don't have to sit and do repetitive manual tasks all the time yeah so with that exciting news though we'll dive into the rest of the market what else is happening across sort of the one one recaps that we're getting um, Goldman Sachs came out with a really interesting piece um, that was talking about the, the hardening of the market very quite broadly. And it's not that we were sort of expecting to see, but they were looking at it with this lens that um, prices are increasing across all lines, all regions, um, in a real sort of negative lens as to the impact that that, 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 that will have. Um, but at the same time, rep recognizing the opportunities it presents for some of the big reinsurers to, to get rate, most notably the sort of top four. Yeah, and I think one of the exciting things we saw, again, another banking analyst that came into the, the conversation here was actually JP Morgan uh, saying that Lloyd's as a marketplace, which has had a tough time you know, for quite a while, might be on the cusp of a golden era as it looks at how uh, effectively, this balance of specialty business with a, a pinch of reinsurance was set to sort of remain a hard market for a long time, uh, especially given actually a lot of the withdrawal of reinsurance capacity for specialty classes, that there's going to be long-term justification to keep specialty rates higher than they were. So uh, forward-looking, uh, the class is, is seeing quite good results from analysts' perspectives. Yeah, absolutely. Um and there was a little bit of a contradictory narrative that then Aon came out with, um, notably talking about how the casualty market didn't harden quite as dr drastically as we saw the property cap market harden. And that was sort of, again, something we, we assumed it wouldn't take the same rate that property cap took. Um, the, the market's showing anywhere from 36 to 50% rate increases for property cap on a rate adjusted or loss adjusted basis. Um, or risk adjusted basis pardon, but that the fact that casualty is sort of remaining a little bit more stable will sort of have an impact on those carriers who have more casualty heavy books or, or at least help them minimize the, the hit that they're gonna feel across their reinsurance spend. Yeah, and I think it's easy for us to, to lose sight of a few lines of business here where I, the bulk of the people in our industry will have experienced a really tough renewal season, but actually, I, having spoken with a few brokers uh, in the cyber space, for example, you know, they've been almost sheltered from what's been going on and seen further sort of rating decreases. And that has made for a, 
a topsy-turvy experience of, of what's meant to have been the hardest renewals ever but of course most of the the industry have been sharing their war stories with us over the last month or so. One of the other interesting pieces that sort of off the back of that is this report that Gallagher just has just put out um, talking about the natural cat losses in 2022 are probably going to be more than 140 billion now right and this is the fifth year since 2017 that they've gone over 100 billion sort of in nat cat losses so not only does it feel like the industry won't ever sort of move into a a world where it's sub 100 for sustained periods. So the industry is sort of shifting and adopting to that or adapting to that. Um, but it's going to make it harder still going into this next renewal season off the back of another very sizable cat year. Yeah, and I think you're starting to see a number of organizations realizing that and starting to look at how that's affected their results over the last several years. Uh, and actually, we saw actually this month uh, two leadership changes, both for similar, I think, reasons in the sense that uh, continuous challenges related to catastrophe and experiences and low profitability, low return on equity, uh, have meant that some firms feel like they're just continuously struggling and unable to get to where they really should be. Uh, but because of this loss activity, so we saw a score and direct line respectively, I think, uh, casualties in the boardroom as a result of this frustration I think that investors are, are seeing in terms of why why are we not getting higher returns and the answer to your point has been I think well actually the whole loss environment has shifted dramatically from where it was before. Yeah I, I completely agree and I think I think we're just beginning to, to touch this the surface of that um, most results are going to start coming out over the sort of coming weeks and months and I I would be surprised if those are the only two sort of changes that firms make once once the sort of results land so i i think that's a space to watch and we'll probably touch on in future um news updates for sure and then the last one i wanted to sort of bring up because i thought it was interesting is again back to the the analysts here but there's this recognition that um the alternative capital shortage is sort of also impacting this sort of rate environment and historically that we've always seen whenever the market begins to harden it's a great opportunity for alternative sources of capital to to enter and sort of provide additional um, capacity to, to the market and, and take advantage of the opportunity that's available. That doesn't seem to be quite as attractive as it maybe it was four or five, six years ago. Um, so again, as we're looking at this sort of supply demand can, you know, imbalance, the lack of new sources of alternative capital is going to continue to have an impact on on what this uh, the market, especially property cat market does. Yeah, and I don't think this is a insurance specific thing. I think just that across al alternative investments as a class in general, uh, you know, that are meant to provide some kind of diversification. The bar used to be very low for a given investor's portfolio because, you know, general rates of return were so flat or very, very low. Uh, so, you know, you could get away with many years providing a pretty lousy return in the scheme of things but i think now we're getting to the point where it's so easy to get a good return with a safe and simple investment that actually risk as an asset class in, in terms of natural hazard risk or exposure to insurance risk uh, has to really step up its game to be able to attract uh, a wider pool of third-party capital investors uh, but you know price increases have been significant so we shall see there may be uh, more mouths to feed very soon.
Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely one that we'll keep an eye on. And, and is you're right, one opportunity becomes available. That's always there's always people who want to come in and, and take advantage of that. Um, but that's that's a, a whistle stop tour of the the most interesting things that we saw in January 2023. So we always keep this one a bit short and sweet. But stay tuned, and we will update everyone for the news at the end of February. Thanks, everyone. See you next month.